welcome to Subzi Life. Conscious, Conscious living, living with, with a, a twist. twist. My name's uh, Faison Subzali. And I'm Dr. Syra. And today um, we're recording from our deck outside uh, this beautiful place that we live in. Um, the birds are chirping. Can they hear that? They might be able to hear that. And the lack of energy that you feel <laughs> is kind of the lack of energy we feel. And I'm just sad. I, uh, I'm, I'm just broken. I'm broken. I've been uh, on the verge of tears for the last uh, last two days. Um, we're we're recording this a couple of days before we release this episode, and um, I'm just saddened by what my my home uh, in the United States is going through. I'm just saddened by all of the all of the places in the world where people are judged and hurt because of their skin color. I'm saddened by my own bigotry, by my own judgments that I have held and continue to hold to this day. I'm saddened by the fact that I uh, I have the privilege of sitting in a quiet backyard trying to record a podcast while there are others who struggle just to uh, just to live their days. And that's just how I'm feeling at this point. And so it's hard to talk about these topics because it's like words can't capture it, right? You can't you can't put language sometimes to things that are so tender and so I just see a firebomb, right? Like there's just so much here. And the thing is that we don't have answers. You know, I was saying to Faison earlier, I'm, I'm used to being the one who has answers, right? People come to me, people ask me things and I'm able to answer them. But here, I just, I don't have an answer. And it's, it's tough for us because we are, we're from a cultural minority in Canada. And while, you know, we, we don't know what it's like to be black in America. We don't. We know what it's like to be brown in Canada, which is a different story still a shitty story sometimes but it's a totally different story and you know there's this concept I'm not sure if you've heard of it called the model minority right and so one of the ways to um, pit people against each other when colonization was happening was that um, they would have different you know people would favor different groups so the majority culture would favor perhaps they would favor um, some of the First Nations tribes over the slaves or the black people and so they would create this tension between groups of people because everybody's rallying to be the favorite and that's leaked over right that's leaked over to now where you're like why can't you be more like this minority group look at they're so successful or whatever whatever racist uh, stereotypes might be happening and it's just it's it's sickening it makes me sick to my stomach um I mean growing up my parents my aunts and uncles they all held their like they, they would just joke about things and it would 
like puncture my heart growing up in Canada where my closest friends are not from the same cultural, ethnic, racial background as me. We're all from different places and it just pierced me and it's it continues to pierce me. And I don't know what to do about it. I don't know how I can help. I don't know how to speak up about it because I can relate to the stories in a way, or at least the pain of being singled out, being afraid, being angry. And I mean, this was supposed to be the the final destination, right? Like the place where everybody is welcomed, everybody belongs. And that's the story that we tell. But it's not actually true. It's not actually what's going on. And I know we're talking about the States, but it's here in Canada. It's not different. I'm hearing about what's happening in some of the provinces with some of the people that are getting elected. And it's just really, it's scary. And it's hard. And I don't even know what to, how to feel about this I can't imagine having to teach my son how to you know I I, um, I tell the story of I remember when I was learning how to drive and one of the the adults that I really trusted the first lesson he gave me was not how to actually drive but how to act if and when I got pulled over by a cop. Now, I wasn't... Uh, I don't understand what it is to be a black man. But, you know, he said, hey, you're colored. This is going to be the... And I just that I, I just couldn't believe it. And um, that that's a lesson that I had to learn. And that's a lesson multiplied by a million that... my brothers and sisters from another race have to run, learn is this it's just uh it's just mind-boggling and and i know you were uh, I, I remember giving a couple years ago we were going through the border and i i pulled my son aside because he was he had turned nine and you know he looked older um i pulled him aside before we crossed the border to say okay hey this is how you're gonna act this is the way you look at uh at the authority this is how you're gonna where you're gonna keep your hands and it was a tone of voice the tone of voice how you're gonna ask questions if you're gonna ask questions how you're gonna say hello Um, all of those things that and I know (laughs) I remember you were very upset with me and I think I mean I'm, I'm assuming you were upset with me but you were upset with the the situation that I actually had to had to teach our son that, right? And then to be... At nine, when he's supposed to be learning how to ride a bike. At nine, yeah. I mean, it, it, but it was a... Uh, for me... And I'm not trying to compare <laughs> the privilege that I have with anything, anybody else. I know I'm privileged. I know... 
I shouldn't even say that. I don't know if I know how privileged I am. I don't know if I've experienced my privilege fully and or can acknowledge my privilege fully. But it is a struggle for me to put myself in a place of a mother or father to lose their child for no over a forged reason. over a forged check over a traffic stop over any of the situations that we've been seeing now over and over, over and, and over. over and you know somebody said that it's not that racism is now happening is that it's now being filmed <laughs> right it's like we can't pretend it's not happening anymore because it's there somebody had the balls to record it but i but we go beyond that right like i think um I know I have been trained to stay quiet. Right? Because you don't want to be the target. I don't want to be the target. But like, even when I, like, and I was talking about earlier, my own judgments and what I'll call bigotry. That when my family members say something, I don't say anything back. In my head, I could say, what kind of stupid shit are they talking about? But I don't. I don't call them out on it. And so I'm part of the problem. Or in our culture, when somebody talks about how fair-skinned and light-skinned a person is. So it's not good enough that the rest of the world sees us as brown and sees us as less than. Is that within our own community, own community we go around talking about ourselves and dividing ourselves to say you're less brown than i am <laughs> no it's you're more white than i am is what it is that's yeah but we know <laughs> and, and again i just stand by and i don't say anything even though i don't agree with it and it's not because I, it's not to say i want to start a conflict but just to stand up for what's right. Just to stand... You know, the, the kids at school learn about bullying and how important it is to be a champion, right? And to get involved and to let someone know and to, to support the person that's being harassed. And full-ass grown adults aren't doing that for each other. Fully grown adults are standing around and watching this and participating like it's just sickening sickening so I guess we're <laughs> one of those uh, I don't even know why we're recording this <laughs> because we have to record something I guess well we said they get to hear whatever we talk about they so sometimes we talk about this no, I know sometimes it's just I don't have the words I don't have the knowledge I am uh you know, I've been, uh, the whole day has been a lack of energy for me. And it's because I've noticed how ignorant I am on the issues. Not on the issues that the news wants me to understand, but like the, the lack of empathy that I have for others. For others that don't have the privilege that I've had, you know, and I think sometimes we forget, some of us forget. 
That's just a like coincidence, right? Him. It's a coincidence where What's you a were coincidence born. coincidence and, you know, like... Who uh, your parents happen to be. Yeah, I grew up with two parents. Grew up in a supportive household. Yeah, we had our problems, but, you know, it wasn't... It was just, you know, coincidence. Like, and I've talked about this before. I mean, maybe not on a podcast, but it's like those choices that somebody has made five or six generations ago mm-hmm. that I'll, I'm sitting here re- reaping the benefits of. Riding their shoulders. But somebody else's ancestor didn't make that choice or Couldn't. didn't have the opportunity to make that choice. Right. They were never given the opportunity to make that choice. My childhood was not stolen like some of my First Nations brothers and sisters that I live around, whose land I'm living on now. They were stolen from their houses, their homes, their land. I wasn't. My parents weren't. My parents had limited opportunities in their lives. But because of their work, their choices, I've had many opportunities. And so I sit here saddened by my own ignorance and my own lack of empathy, lack of understanding of what others go through. And it's hard to start learning, right, Faze? Because there's so much pain in this whole area. There's so much shame and sadness and guilt if we're actually going to look at what's going on then we all each and every one of us has to be willing to acknowledge the guilt that we feel and the shame that we feel that we're part of a system that allows this to happen and some of us benefit from as well and I think that's the It's tough. It's tough. It's not, you know, and I think, (laughs) I know I've had conversations about something similar with others. And they, you know, where the conversations led to is like, well, you're trying to make us feel guilty. And I'm not, I'm not trying to place blame. I am not trying to, um... I'm not trying to do anything of that sort, but it's just, it's a, it's a challenging fact that we don't, it's a challenge to just acknowledge our own privileges that we have. Mm-hmm. And not justify and defend. And not justify and not defend and, you know, and I'm not, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I just don't have, like, I'm just rambling on because I don't know what to say. I Well, what I will say for those of our listeners who may be experiencing discrimination, experiencing racism, what I will say is that we stand by you. You're not alone in this. Reach out to us if there's something we can do to help even if it's something small. We're trying in our own little corner of the world to make a little bit of a difference. But we're here. We stand with you.
So as as we close, um, <laughs> usually we say uh, smile more and worry less. But today I think um, I'm just gonna say cry more, express your anger. This is not an occasion for me to smile, at least not at this point. Mm-hmm. And so maybe we'll just leave it there. So until next time. <laughs>